Welcome. You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. Welcome. We're here today with Dr. Jennifer Stewart. Dr. Stewart is a partner at Norwalk Eye Care in Norwalk, Connecticut, and founder of Performance 2020, a sports vision training program for youth and professional adults. Today, we're going to look at how sports eyewear is an overlooked part of the typical practice. Dr. Stewart, you're obviously entrenched in the in the sports and the vision uh, portion of, of eye care, but um, I, I think you might say that there's more that could be done in the average practice. Absolutely. You know, I think we as optometrists have have such a duty to our patients to inform them about ways that we could be keeping them safe while they're not in our office. So I think we spend so much time, rightfully so, talking to our patients about eyewear for computer and sunglasses and all of the additional things that they need um, performance-wise in their offices. But one of the biggest overlooked areas that I think we're missing is talking to our patients about the importance of sports eyewear as a safety uh, measure to keep them safe while they're on the field, on the ice, um, on the court, and you, you know, and kind of looking at our patients in a different way and looking at all ages of patients who are playing sports. And and what what are the what are the are there particular needs? Are there unique needs for this for this group of, of patients? You know, I think we have to look at all of our patients and ask what sports and hobbies they're doing and kind of um, broaden our idea of what an athlete is. And we kind of think of just as our, our kids as athletes. And, you know, a number of us, you know, think back to yesterday in your practice. How many people did you see? Um, what percentage of those were maybe younger patients and how many of those play a sport? But really broadening that to think about everybody who has a sport or hobby where there's a a risk of eye injury. And, you know, there's about 30,000 sports related eye injuries every year that end in a visit to the emergency room. So this is real. And this is something that it's not just our, our athletes that are having these issues, but it's something that all of us are seeing or our patients are, are experiencing. So really taking the time to think about what we could be doing both in the exam room, in our dispensary, and even through outreach on social media. Um, you know, I have a background as a sports vision optometrist. So I live, as you said, I live and breathe this world and I work with athletes in a unique way at Performance 2020. But Every one of us who sees patients has the opportunity and I think the obligation to be educating our patients in the exam room about the risk of injuries and about how we can prevent these injuries with proper eyewear. Right. And it's it's uh, I guess important to it, it seems like there are certain sports that seem um, perhaps for certain athletes who are more inclined to get to get eye injuries, uh, balls that are fast moving baseball and, and things like that. But, you know, basketball, obviously, there's there's issues there. You are a, a track and field athlete. I mean, is this across across the spectrum? Absolutely. You know, basketball is the number one sport for eye injuries. And, you know, there's probably a number of us who have seen this in our practices, you know, a fingernail to the eye. Um, yeah, I know. It's, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, but it, but it's a risk with any sport. You know, I had a patient who plays water polo who got a finger to the eye playing water polo. Um, water sports are second right after basketball for injuries. And it's not one that we would think of. 
Um, you think about kids playing in a pool and jumping around and, you know, just, you know, throwing a ball around in the pool. So, um, you know, we have to look at a broader range to think about what qualifies as a sport and, and really broaden that to think about everybody when they step out on the field. Um, you would, the conversation I like to have with an athlete, especially a younger athlete, is when you're going to play soccer, do you play in flip-flops? And, you know, everyone chuckles and laughs and says, no, that's, you know, why would I do that? And I said, well, why would we step onto a field without proper protection? Or why would you be wearing your, and I'm putting in quotes, no one can see me, your dress glasses or your dress eyewear on the field? Um, we know that when we're playing our sports, we're wearing proper footwear, we're wearing our shin guards, we're wearing our mouth guards, we're wearing our pads, we're wearing our helmets. But I think we've really, we've really lost this, um, the kind of the protection on, on the eyes. And that's something that I, you know, I really am passionate about. And I really think that we have to include that in the uniform when our athletes step onto a field. You know, we wouldn't send a soccer player out there without shin guards. We wouldn't send a football player out there without a helmet, but we're sending every one of our kids out there and every one of our adults out there without proper eyewear. So that means if if you're having this conversation, you kind of need to have solutions for for the patient too, and and that's kind of getting into a little bit of the optical management um, uh, end of things. What what guidance do you have for for practitioners there? Absolutely, yeah. I think we really maybe have learned this in school, but not really, and the standards continue to change. So really being educated about the current standards for each sport, and that's different. Um, there's not one standard uh, measurement for every sport. It is different depending on what sport the athlete plays. So being educated yourself as a practitioner, but also making sure your optical staff is educated as well. Um, and making sure that the eyewear that we present and, and prescribe to our patients is independently tested so that we know both those frame and lenses are able to withstand the impact of the sport that they're playing. Um, there's some great resources out there. We don't have to do it on our own. We don't have to be ASTM, uh, you know, learning everything on our own about ASTM standards. And we remember that briefly from optometry school. Um, I'm part of the International Sports Vision Association. I'm on the advisory board and we just launched actually this week. So this was perfect timing to be on here. Um, we just launched in, in conjunction with Xyloware something called Protect, Prevent, Play, which is an, which emphasizes the importance of proper protective sports eyewear for athletes of all ages. So um, there's some great resources on our website. If you go to www.sportsvision.pro um, slash athletes slash protect, prevent, play, there's some great resources there that practitioners can learn about including a downloadable PDF that we can post on our websites or have in our offices. Um, it's really something that we don't have to go at it alone and, and try and reinvent the wheel. We've worked really hard to put together a great resource for practitioners and their opticians to learn um, about how, how important it is and how prevalent it is that we might not be aware of, but also the steps we can take in our offices and our opticals to make sure that the eyewear we're presenting is correct and how do we do that you know how do we have this eyewear in there what what does independently tested mean and how do we do that and how do we also then get that message across to the patient so um Zyloware has done a really great job with their shack eye gear it's compliant with all of the new astm international standards for prescription and plano protective eyewear and it's been independently tested in um an independent 
testing laboratory. So really knowing that the products we're giving our patients will withstand the impact of any sports that they're in, I think is just so important. So this is good. I mean, this is usable, certainly, I would think, too, for the the rough and tumble sort of playground, you know, or or day in the park <laughs> kind of experiences, you know, because. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, we do a lot of sports eyewear in our practice and, you know, I'll get a question from one of the, one of the parents coming in the next year and they kind of look at me and go, my son only wants to wear his sports eyewear. Is that a problem? And I go, no, that's the best problem you can have. You know, they, they are protected no matter what. So I have two boys and that's, we know how rough they can be. Um, but also, you know, I joke with them. I said, you know, athleisure is in. I mean, thankfully I'm not on video right now because I'm wearing a sweatshirt too. Um, so kids really want to look sporty and my kids won't wear anything but sweatpants and shorts and sneakers. So the sports eyewear of today matches that. It looks cool and fun. It is not the clunky goggles of the past that we're envisioning. Um, these are fun colors. They are fun patterns. Um, you know, you can mix and match the straps with the with the colors of the glasses to maybe you know match your team colors or your favorite sports team. They look fun. They look sporty. They look athletic. They don't look clunky. So kids really are gravitating towards this and really catching on that, you know, it, it's not something they have to really go, oh, do I have to wear this? It looks fun and it matches what they're wearing to school. And of course, we're not just talking about kids. Because, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you're a you're a triathlete too. I'm sure you've seen your your uh, share of of bicycle accidents and and other things where you know that the eyes can be so vulnerable. Um, in in any absolutely. Mm -hmm. And thinking about our adult patients is so important. And a lot of adults don't consider themselves an athlete, but if you're really looking at what they're doing. And asking about sports and hobbies, um, you know, we might not consider ourselves competitive athletes, but I guarantee you have an athlete, you know, every couple of days who might be playing in a men's basketball league or a women's softball team, um, a co-ed soccer team, um, hockey, you know, men's hockey league. So our adult patients might not think of themselves as competitive athletes and they are competitive, but they just are not thinking about it in that realm. So really educating them on the importance of, of proper protection while they might just be thinking about their children. It's just as important for our adult patients as well. And so in your, in your practice, is the sports eyewear uh, a distinct area or has it kind of morphed into uh every day. <laughs> so it is hard because most of us, we, we all probably have a couple of these frames somewhere. We, we got them and we were gung-ho for a moment, but they, they didn't really fit on our board and we maybe put them in a drawer somewhere and we wait for somebody to ask us about it. And then we you know kind of have to fumble and find them and dust them off and remind ourselves, are these still even available? What's the pricing? So I think like with anything, making sure you're all in and that every part of your practice shows that this is something that you care about and that you are an expert in. And we all have the ability to be an expert in this. It is not just somebody like me who has a sports vision background. Mm -hmm. um, all of us have the ability to be an expert here. And I think it is imperative that we're doing it because it is something we should be providing all of our patients with. Um, I think having just like anything, if you want buy-in from your patients, it really needs to start 
at the beginning and whether that's something on your website or social media, um, asking patients when they call, you know, making sure when they come in for an appointment that they're bringing their, you know, their contact lenses, their glasses, their sunglasses, and any sports eyewear they may wear. Um, most of them are not going to have any, but that might plant a seed that, oh, should I have that? You know, I don't, I don't have that, but okay. And then when they're checking in, did you bring your, you know, your contact lenses, your glasses, your sunglasses, your sports eyewear, and making it a part of, of every piece of the exam, having the doctor talk about it in the exam room. You know, I noticed Mary that you play soccer. Tell me what you wear when you play soccer. Do you wear your regular glasses? Here's why that's not appropriate. Um, you don't have prescription. That's fantastic for you, but still you should be wearing protection. Oh, John, you're a contact lens wearer, and I know that's not what you wear for your sports. You should also be wearing something for protection. And even if you wear contact lenses or have no prescription, making sure you're protected is important. And then that message translates to the optical where the optician is ready and ha you have that eyewear prominently displayed, not hidden in a closet, so that it's a seamless transition and it really shows that this is something that your practice does and it's not just, you know, a one-off that you, you know, where you're making a sale. So it takes time, it takes practice. It really is not something that is easy to do to start, but the more you have buy-in from your whole team and making sure, I think the biggest piece is making sure everyone feels comfortable and confident about talking about the frame and lenses and not just saying, you know, these look cool, try these, but here's why this is important for you. Here's the benefit of this frame. Here's how it's going to protect you when you step on that field or your child. So what about the uh, overlap of being outdoors for so many sports? I mean, because you say sunwear and, and um, sports protective um, eyewear. So is that and how many pairs of eyewear does a person need to leave with? <laughs> as many as they need. So, <laughs> and this is a great way. You know, I think so many of us, you know, how, how, how much do we talk about that second pair sale? And we're really trying to make sure our patients are getting all of the eyewear that they need. And all of us know that's not one pair. And it is a conversation that has to be really fine tuned to what the patient's doing. And, that whether that's sunglasses or a computer pair of glasses or a backup pair or second pair, I think tying it into that. And it might be that, you know, you play soccer. So we're going to do this, you know, protective eyewear with transitions or, um, you know, you are playing um, basketball. So the lenses you're inside. So we'll do a, a you know, a clear pair for basketball, but, um, you know, you're a boater. So that's where we need your polarized sunglasses. So really kind of thinking through, again, just like anything in the exam room, what that patient's needs are. And it might not be that day. And it might be that that patient needs five pairs of glasses. And kudos to your opticians if that's easy for them to do. But it might be saying, okay, you know, I know it's January and soccer season's in September. So why don't we do this? Why don't we do your current pair now? And then we'll give you a call in June or July, and then we'll bring you back in. And that's when we'll do your, your sports eyewear because you're not playing a sport right now. How does that sound? Um, and I think that's helpful for the patient because it's not as overwhelming and you've broken up that cost over time. But again, it's this tailored approach to saying, okay, this, wow, this practice really understands me. They're looking at my needs. They're looking at my schedule. 
and and it's really such a customized approach to selling eyewear. Right, and at this time of year, it might be flipped, right? If the kids are going into you know summer summer camps for for sports or anything like that, if those exist this summer, um, you know. But uh, so it's kind of doing that now and maybe doing the back to school eyewear in September or something like that. So, yeah, interesting. I think it's just, you know, again, it really just takes practice and no one's going to go out there and, and do everything day one. But if I can encourage you, if it, you know anyone who's heard me speak, I love to give homework. And, you know, I think just asking good questions, if, if after this you go back to your patients or tomorrow, to start asking good questions about sports and hobbies and, and just starting to delve into, and that's maybe where you start and you start to just catalog how many of your patients actually are participating in sport or hobby. Cause a lot of us go, well, you know, that's great for Dr. Stewart because she sees all these athletes, but that's not my practice. You know, I, mm -hmm. I just see normal people who aren't going to do this, but I think if you start asking every patient about their sports or hobbies and pushing a little bit, especially those adult patients who might say, well, you know, my son's the athlete. I just play recreational basketball, co-ed soccer. I'm a golfer and I play tennis, but I'm not an athlete. And you know, I always say, if you move your body, you're an athlete. And um, so really just taking stock of the patients you see daily and starting to mentally calculate, wow, there is a, a significant a, a, you know, percentage of my patients that do play a sport. Now, what do we do? So now maybe we look into bringing in shack eye gear and really educating our opticians and our staff about why we're doing this. A lot of our opticians will probably roll their eyes and go, oh, there she is. She's on another kick. Here comes that that new tower of eyewear that she's going to be excited about. If we just let her go for a week, she'll forget about it. And then we can go back to doing what we normally do. But if you can really tie in the education and the understanding and and, and figure out how this fits in your practice, how to have that conversation, make it easy for the patient, package the frame and lens, you know, talk to your reps and your vendors about how to do it and really make it a seamless add-on to whatever they're getting. Um, and you know, bring in this eyewear, show your kids and your patients what it looks like, have them touch it, have them feel it, have them try it on. Because a lot of us still, when we say sports eyewear, everyone makes that face like, oh gosh, no, I don't wanna be the kid wearing those big safety glasses. Show them what it looks like. Show them what today's eyewear looks like, the colors, the patterns, camo patterns. I mean, what what nine-year-old boy doesn't wanna wear camo eyewear? Mine certainly do. Um, and show them what it looks like and show them that it doesn't look what like what they remember and then appeal to the parents that you're protecting their eyewear every time they walk out on on the field and this is something that when they put their shin guards on and their mouthpiece they should also be putting on their eyewear so i think it just is this multi-step approach to feeling comfortable feeling confident and knowing that that need is in our practice and having a game plan of how to implement that and i think your homework is such a comfortable first step for a lot of people because it kind of lets you see uh, and assess is is the need actually here? You know, am I am I overlooking something? Because the the ability to tap into uh, a, a a need that already exists with the patient in your chair is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, we all want to we all want to be more more profitable and more successful. And if you can do that by tapping into again, you're right, the need of our current patients. Um, this is not adding new patients to your schedule. It's not adding anything else. Um, it's really focusing on the patient that's in your chair 
and focusing on not only the needs they have, but looking at the protection and really looking at these preventable eye injuries. Uh, more than 90% of sports and recreational eye-related injuries could be prevented. So we're not only doing something for our business, but we're doing something for the health of our patients. And I really think we should own this realm. This is something that we should be talking about because it, it's something that we can really, really affect the the livelihood of our patients with. Dr. Stewart, thank you so much for coming in. I, I always love hearing what you're up to. There's always something innovative and exciting going on there. So that's that's terrific. Thank you. Thank you. And again, if you need more resources, you know, again, the ISFA website, uh, www.sportsvision.pro um, and Shaq Eye Gear um, is through Xyloware. So really a great partnership that we're super excited to really get out there and to get this message out. So thank you again for having me. It's always my pleasure. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.